coming. <laughs> yeah, one of our free softwares. Free softwares. That's all free software. Open source. Um, communism forever. <laughs> uh, it's Britney, bitch. I mean, it's Space Wars, bitch. <laughs> bitch. I'm I'm uh, I'm Britney. I mean, I'm I'm Jamie Lynn. I mean, I'm Sean. I'm Britney. Bitch. Britney Spears. She's going crazy again, you know? At least that's what... I've really? Been. I thought she was, like, killing it in Las Vegas or something. Or yeah. is that not going on anymore? That might be over now. I know she had that installation in Vegas. Residency. I like to consider it installation yeah, more. So she's just, like, you know, a walking art piece. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears is an installation. <laughs> if I was going to run for president, you know what my platform would be at this point? Nope. It'd be, we got to let the kids drink the original Four local formula. That's it. Everything's coming to an end anyways. These young kids need to know what it's like to drink uh, two Four locos at your friend's apartment, start playing beer pong at a house party Friday night, and then time travel to your ex's bed Sunday morning. <laughs> As the kids need to know. They need to experience it. Like, I feel like you can exp- get at that same experience without Four Locos. No, you only four. It's a unique experience with the original Four Loco formula, where it's way too much caffeine, twelve percent alcohol. Fuck you up. <laughs> I know they got White Claw now, but White Claw is bougie. That's for the bourgeoisie. I don't think there's four caffeine Loco, in Four Locos for the people. For the people, it's Four Loco. I don't know that any of those major uh, alcohol brands are for for anybody, <laughs> but fair enough. Four Locos for the people that started out as only grape flavor. It was disgusting. They moved on to other flavors. Equally disgusting. Kool-Aid and battery acid is basically every flavor. <laughs> All those drinks are the same. I mean, first of all, don't drink White Claw. There's no caffeine in it. You're not going to have any fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second need, of all, it, it tastes awful, too. You need the 300 milligrams of caffeine that only Four Loco original recipe can provide. <laughs> I, uh, Apparently, I like, you, you're up all night, but you don't remember it. <laughs> just drink a bunch of Irish coffees. You get the same experience. I'm yeah, but sh- you'd be dookie in everywhere. That's the that's why I drink coffee to get that good BM going. <laughs> get the dookie out. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, this is dookie looking like Guinness. <laughs> the froth and the foam. There uh there is a there is a certain kind of beer shit that's a little bit frothy. Yeah. I didn't know that cuz I'm allergic to uh hops or barley hops. or something cuz yeah, if I drink more than a couple of beers the next day, my throat will bother me, my sinuses and then yeah, it'll be like You probably have uh gluten intolerance. You probably dookie. both do. Actually, that might make sense because I've been having a lot of like stomach problems lately, and it's oh, welcome to my life. I didn't eat like bread very much for a while, and then now I've been eating bread, and it seems like it's worse. I just real now maybe I need maybe need to cut out bread again and see if yeah. I just now made that connection. (laughs) Wait a minute, (laughs) wait a second. Now who's gonna be drinking white claws? It's only alcohol you can drink. Yeah, I'm uh, planning on going vegetarian actually in the next few days. That's gonna be real hard if you can't eat bread. That's a good point. I've just eaten beans and rice nonstop. Beans and rice. Beans and rice. There's no uh, ethical consumption under capitalism, but like maybe if you grow your own beans and rice. How the hell are you going to grow your own rice? Well, I mean, here, you can't. <laughs> you can't here in the desert, but if you're uh, up in the mountains, you get your rice patties going. Um, we watched Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Do you yeah. want to talk about anything else before we get into Shaolin? Versus Wu Tang, also known as Shaolin Tiger style. and Wu Tang, yeah, which I think is actually more accurate um, translation. translation. I like versus Wu Tang better, well, but they're not really like versing each other though. You know what I mean? There's they're like kind of there's like an ancient like kind of like there's a rivalry, sibling rivalry. Yeah, they're kind of ribbing each other. And there's a lot of misunderstandings in this one, but 
It's, it doesn't seem like they're against each other. They're really against the this aristocrat, whatever. He, he's like until the very end. Yeah. <laughs> then for some reason they're like, oh no, don't die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're honorable, 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 honorable. Yeah, Shaolin and Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Um, Wu Tang's not You're real. Gung-fu. Obviously, um, Shaolin, Shaolin's not really real anymore either. Shaolin's real, but it's not like how it's portrayed in any kung fu movie, <laughs> and it never has been. <laughs> it's about Buddhism and stuff. Um, the fictional Wu Dang are supposed to be uh, Taoists, in contrast to Buddhism, I guess. But uh, they're not real. They're just named after the Wu Dang Mountains, and uh, yeah. So in this movie, they make the Shaolin. Well, not just this movie, but a lot of movies are like, oh, the Shaolin monks are so mystical and they have this divine power from all the crazy shit they do. And in this movie, they're like sliding around in oil, headbutting, punching bags, <laughs> and doing weird weight training and stuff. That's kind of all Shaolin monks do is like meditate and work out. But I don't think they do crazy shit like that. And like, in fact, <laughs> I have... um. Daily schedule for a typical Shaolin monk, according to. Well, you also have to remember, like, there's there's a big disparity um, in China, you know, pre-communist revolution, post-communist revolution, especially in those those temples. Oh, really? Yeah. That didn't affect the Shaolin very much. I believe it did. I mean, that's what the Chinese might say. You know what I mean? But the, I, I, from what I understand, it affected a lot of you know religious sects in China. Well, yeah, I mean that would make sense because. Uh, Communist China is yeah, pretty whack. Yeah. Pretty whack. I mean, no, they're great because they have communists or socialist in the title of their party. So that I, mean, I don't good. remember this, but um, uh, they're good in socialism. I took good. Uh, Tai Chi for, for a long time, written, taught by an old black man, and he claimed to have learned it from a Tibetan dude that fled Tibet China. when the Chinese uh, Tibet, yeah. in- invaded Tibet. No, they weren't invading. They're were just trying to show them the glory of uh, yeah, homogenized okay. culture. <laughs> Language, religion, no. You must be Han Chinese culture, that is all. Oh, speaking of cultural hegemony, um, this is a Hong Kong movie, so they're speaking Cantonese, not Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Well, most of the uh, the martial arts or kung fu movies you can think of are Hong, Hong Kong, Kong movies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, China wasn't really pumping out a lot of uh, kung fu movies. Until very recently, and it's all propaganda. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's all about a great empire and stuff. (laughs) I've seen uh, Jet Li's recent movies. Yeah. So, anyways, here's... um, According to uh, a modern Shaolin monk, and um, I don't think he's a monk, technically, because the monks usually don't ever leave the monastery. And this guy's, like, living in L.A. and stuff now, so he's, well, just a practitioner. Like, people, like... You can go stay at the yeah, monastery yeah, yeah. and learn Shaolin and then be like, all right, later. Anyway, his name's uh, Sifu Wangbo. He's a Shaolin monk. <laughs> That's a cool man. Yeah, who's 11 years old. when, uh, Or he, I guess he joined the temple at like three. But he says a typical daily schedule, including the vegetarian diet served at each meal, is up at 5.30 a.m. Uh, chanting. So you get up at 5.30 and you do chanting, which is like their form of prayer, obviously. Yeah. And then 6 a.m. you get some breakfast, which consists of a soup made of beans called Eight Treasures, which is, that's cute. Oh, I don't know. I like anything, that, any soup or, or meal that has the word treasure in it. Oh, it's just <laughs> bean-based soup. Can't go wrong with beans. Like I said, beans and rice. <laughs> that's all you need. Uh, then more chanting and a half-hour break, followed by two hours of kung fu training. During training, the monks switch 
what form or style they are practicing every 10 minutes. Because, hmm. you know, they do animal styles. Yeah, like, tiger. Crane. Tiger style. Uh, after practice, Man, more chanting until 11 a.m., yeah. then lunchtime, which consists of five to six different vegetables, tofu and rice. There you go, there's the rice. Uh, we do not drink tea or liquids with our meals to aid in easy digestion, which seems counterintuitive. Aren't you supposed to? I mean, all this. I don't think you're supposed to drink. I, I think you're not supposed to drink with the food, but afterwards you're supposed to drink water. Well, I'm always thirsty as hell if I, like, eat a meal. You got that celiac disease, don't you? I don't know. I don't know if that's a symptom or not, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it. I got a celiac disease. My friend has a celiac and I always just like, oh, how's your silly ass doing? <laughs> how's your silly ass doing? It's my friend that ghosted me, so maybe that's why she ghosted me. She was <laughs> tired of silly ass. She was tired of those jokes. Um, lunch finishes at approximately twelve thirty p.m. Is it more treasures? No, lunch is uh, five to six different vegetables, tofu and rice. Uh, I don't like tofu. I mean, I guess you prepare it. You cook it right, it's fine. It's okay, but I, I really don't, don't like it. I don't mind tofu. I never had tofu that I liked. Now it's back to chanting, then comes a two-hour break. During this time, the monks may meditate, relax, or nap. I'd definitely be like a nap guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, full from lunch, been doing gong fu, time to take a nap. Mm-hmm. I'm already dreaming about that now. <laughs> yeah. At approximately 3 p.m., another two-hour kung fu practice session begins. They do two-a-days. This wraps up at 5. There is no chanting before dinner out of respect for the dead. At 5.30 p.m., noodles are served for dinner with bread. Nice. It's noodle time. You get bread wheat with your and bread. Wheat. <laughs> some bread with your bread. Uh, the breads we eat are black or yellow wheat. 6.30 p.m. Heart Sutra chanting for one hour. We call the heart the center of the universe. 8 p.m. Quiet time for meditation. 10 p.m. Bedtime. I mean, pretty rigid schedule, but I, it's not, he doesn't say anything about uh, using a weight on the end of a fishing pole to bang a gong. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not using... They're not doing crazy shit, you know? Like, yeah, they work out and meditate all the time, which doesn't seem that bad, honestly. I think I'm going to be a Shaolin monk. <laughs> I'm tired of all this Western bullshit. <laughs> People live in glorious communist China. Um, also, here's another choice co- quote from uh, Bo. It says, uh, Masters are not as powerful today due to the electrical signals such as Wi-Fi, satellite, radio, television, etc. As a result, masters are exactly 15% less powerful than in ancient times. Exactly 15%. He's done 15%. the measurements. 15%. Well, he does mention that they do like ECG monitoring to monitor the expansion of brain energy. So they're in there doing like pseudoscience mm. to support their, their bullshit meditation. <laughs> I mean, not to hate on them. It's just... I'm not hating. I'm just mocking them. It's just religion is weird. All religions, not just the Shaolin one, have some weird shit. Yeah, religion is weird. And then you do keep people in like a regiment, to, especially if you're in the monastery of any kind. Mm-hmm. Got to keep these guys in line, keep them in control. Uh, just have them do the same shit all the time. <laughs> Perfect. Um, coincidentally, I was also talking to my ex-girlfriend yesterday uh-huh. about Grimes. Because I love Grimes. I have like, a little bit of a crush on her. And my ex was like, man, that bitch just sounds like American Psycho. <laughs> and then she sent me uh, an interview with Grimes where Grimes talks about her daily schedule. So I'd like to read that now. Because, oh my uh, god, that's going to be weird. Go ahead. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, I think most of my like uh, talk about Grimes on the podcast has been edited out because it usually sounds pretty crazy when you talk about Grimes. 
But this is standing. I mean, this is pretty crazy. But it's like when my girl ex sent it to me, I was like, "Oh, she's crazy, crazy," and then sent like the hard eyes emoji. Because <laughs> I'm kind of she into got that it. Marianne Grace. <laughs> yeah, she's got a uh, big orb energy. All right, my training is a 360 approach. I first maintain a healthy cellular routine where I maximize the function of mitochondria with supplements such oh as NAD+, acetyl-L-carnitine, magnesium, <laughs> etc. She's already... I can tell you right now, she's been hanging around Elon Musk way too long. I'm, yeah, this does sound like we're Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially going. the end is going to be like, what? <laughs> uh, this helps promote ATP and it's, incredible, and it's incredibly visceral. From that point, I spend two to four hours in my deprivation tank. That's from Joe Rogan, I think. Also Elon Musk. That allows to, how many hours? <laughs> Two to four. Holy shit. What do you do with your time? Well, this allows me to astroglide to other dimensions. Oh, my God. Astroglide. Isn't that a type of loop? <laughs> it is a type yeah, of loop. Astro- I'm astroglide. <laughs> to other dimensions, past, present, and future. In the afternoons, I do a one to two hour sword fighting session with my tra- trainer, James Liu. Hopefully, Wu-Tang sword style. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I really want to fight a sword fight uh, Grimes right now. I think you'd probably just be able to overpower her. She's oh, like, that's exactly what I'd do. <laughs> she's, she's pretty small. <clears throat> we go over the fundamentals that work the obliques, core stabilizers, and triceps, as well as do a few tricks. To wind down from this, I spend 30 to 45 minutes on an inclined hike at a roughly 4 to 4.5 miles per hour. Arguably the most efficient workout. Okay? To who? Who are you arguing with? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's correct, but... I don't have all the facts. I feel like I I know some physical trainers are going to argue that one. I then spend 45 minutes stretching before heading into the studio where my mind and body are functioning at peak level with a neuroplastic goal between 57.5 and 71.5 APHCs, which is my preferred range for my blood type. Oh my god. Yep. I've outfitted my studio with the highest grade of red light. It is pretty much 1,000 square feet of IR sauna. Infrared light. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hannah then comes over and we do a screaming session for 20 to 25 minutes while I slow boil (laughs) the honey tea that maximizes vocal proficiency. I so, mean, honey tea makes sense. I get that. Yeah, and I get the screaming. Like, parts too. of us are all. Uh, the problem is that she's so far up her own ass that I can't. I have a hard time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is uh, the. We're on the final paragraph here, where it's gonna be a uh, uh, real interesting, like some kind of transhumanism shit. All right, go for which it. Which is it's honestly my favorite part. <laughs> it's so like crazy. <clears throat> I have also eliminated all blue light from my vision through an experimental surgery that removes the top film of my eyeball and replaces it with an orange ultraflex polymer that my friend and I made in the lab this past winter as a means to cure seasonal depression. So she's got modified eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, she doesn't see blue at all anymore? Completely remove blue light. You know, you, you get those sunglasses that are blue blockers. You yeah. can't see it blocks all blue light. That's what she's seen all the time. She's seen like ultra HD. I don't, I don't know if that's how it works. Plus, I mean, who's her friend that she designed this in her lab with? Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Old Musky. There's a lot of bullshit in there. Like, I don't believe. I I have legitimately tried to like meditate and do the astral projection bullshit, and I don't believe any of it. I still meditate. Well, I wake up in the morning, I try to meditate for like 10 minutes, and I try to do like a half an hour at some point during the day. But that's just for my own personal, like, to center myself. All this other bullshit is just that. It's bullshit. You don't ever astroglide? No, I've never astroglided into someone's anal cavity before. <laughs> I'm about to astroglide right now. <laughs> um, my favorite my favorite flavor of astroglide, and this is going to shock some people, 
black cherry. They got flavors? All lubes have flavors, Kyle. Um, I've never had to use lube because I'm that good of a lover. <laughs> Even in the, the butt <laughs> stuff? You just uh, get it all wet with your saliva. <laughs> I don't know if you have that much saliva. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you follow uh, Grimes' um, uh, I don't, but routine, you'll have enough saliva. Oh, okay. yeah. It's yeah. A, the key really is to cut your eyeball. Yeah, you got to get the blue light out of your life. That's how you get more saliva. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I like it. Um, I'm going to get my eyeballs modified. I'm going to get telescoping eyes. <laughs> I'm going to get laser eyes. Laser Fuck this eyes. not seeing blue bullshit. I want laser eyes. That blue is preventing you from salivating. <laughs> you know, uh, I do use the uh, yellow light filter on my iPad when I'm reading. So I guess that me and Grimes are almost doing the same thing. Yep, sounds about right. I got everything dark themed on the internet. Yeah, I make sure I always put the dark theme on. So that's pretty good, I guess. I'm up there. I'm doing things. I'm out here. Do you think Grimes is a good offender as the, the kid that kneeled during the uh, Pan American Games? I don't think she can win medals. No. I mean, she's fencing for two hours a day, Kyle. No. She didn't say anything about fencing. She just said sword, sword training. Sword <laughs> Not training. even sword fighting. It's sword training. She's probably just doing like Tai Chi with swords. <laughs> Well, yeah, because she has a music video where the beginning is her, like, messing around with the source. And it's, like, just doing moves. <laughs> doing moves. And it's amazing. <laughs> Everything she does is amazing. But, you know, it doesn't seem like she's going to win any tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of spinning involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of good, a lot of cool moves. And then Brooke Candy shows up. And uh, she looks like a cyber goth. That's pretty cool. She's, like, sexy robot. She's um, not quite as cool as cyberpunk Billy Idol. Well, he had a whole album called Cyberpunk. And I think we talked about mentions before, but the album that that ended Billy Idol's career. I guess. There's also like not avant garde at all. You think you, oh, cyberpunk I'm really gonna embrace. Yeah, like, no, no, it's kinda it's just weird electro pop. Billy Idol, what a weird what a weird guy. Uh he does not appear in this film, Shaolin and the Wu Tang. Grimes does though, I think she's a sister. Uh yeah, June Kit's sister. Yeah. It is uh, directed by Gordon Liu and starring Gordon Liu. As you may know him from Kill Bill. Hopefully the doofuses listening at least know him as... In Kill Bill Part 1, he plays Johnny Moe, the yeah. leader of the Crazy 88. Pai and Man. then Part 2, he's Master Pai Mei. And he's always tossing his mustache around. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> he's great in Kill Bill Volume 2. The too. original plan for Kill Bill Volume 2 for Pai Mei. Wasn't Quentin Tarantino going to play him or some shit? No, so originally... It was going to be Gordon Liu was always who was going to play Pai Mei. Uh-huh. However, they originally wanted Gordon Liu to speak in Cantonese, and then he was going to be dubbed over by Quentin Tarantino doing a bad dub job. Oh, that would have been great. To mimic like, yeah, yeah. all the Kung Fu movies of Quentin Tarantino's childhood and ours. <laughs> like this one? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you know Gordon Liu at least from that. We're familiar with him because we grew up in the Bay Area, so there was a Japanese channel, a Chinese channel, and, like, a Pan-Asian channel. So there was always, like, Kung Fu on, like, Channel 8. No, I think 8 was PBS. <laughs> I know oh, we're getting yeah. to the weeds here, but... Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah, so um, we had an opportunity to see a lot of Kung Fu movies. What's interesting, though, is they would be the dubbed version, even though it's on, like, the... Yeah, that's true. Huh. I guess maybe like the riot, the like. I actually didn't. Now that I think about it, I don't remember. We did have like, you know, like channels that were geared towards Asian people or mm-hmm. Chinese or Japanese channels, like you said, but I don't remember them actually being in 
Japanese or Chinese. Oh, I think they're all English. I only remember them showing like kung fu movies too. Well, that's probably the only time we watched them. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe they had like news. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wonder what else their programming would be. We got Sigour and Lou growing up. Uh, we're more culturally woke than you guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's just a part of. Being Hold on, I gotta climb on grime sword fighting some more. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we we're part of the coastal elite, so we got to see kung fu movies. Well, you yeah, definitely didn't. the coastal part. <laughs> we were on the coast. <laughs> Gordon Liu is one of the proteges of the Shaw Brothers. Who Shaw Brothers, are obviously, like the kings of Hong Kong kung fu. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, he started working underneath them, then he got really popular and started making his own movies. Um, did not have any popularity in the 90s, kind of died out. Uh, Quentin Tarantino actually really revitalized his career. Unfortunately, he's not doing too well health-wise, and he's kind of just in the assisted living home, and uh, he's got no family, and it sounds kind of sad. That sucks. I'm glad I don't do any research for these movies, and I hate you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's too bad. Because he looked really good in Kill Bill. I, was long, I guess that was like 10 years ago now, wasn't it? More than that. More than that. Jeez. The I'm first old. part came out in 2004, I think. Yeah, it was like my senior year of high school. And then part two. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. And then David Carradine died <laughs> from Auto Rock Association. <laughs> man, that shit's crazy. Yeah, I, could, I mean, I don't, I, wouldn't, I don't do it, but I never would, even if I found it really enjoyable, because I don't want my fucking family to find me like that. I think I'm not trying to like king shame or anything. Whatever. Neither am I. I just don't want people to find me like that. Yeah, but you feel like if you it's your thing, you probably work out a way to like do it a little bit safer. But maybe like living the danger is part of the thrill. Hmm. Interesting. You never thought about that, did you? That's right. You do knife play and like you gotta come real deep. I want to see some organs. (laughs) The danger. (laughs) Every time we have sex, I gotta go to the hospital. Uh, oh yeah, real quick before we get into um, we're already into it. But go ahead. Yeah, we get deep into it. Start talking about what plot. That? I need Astroglide stuff. Oh yeah, the plot. Uh, so much of it. The people are talking about the Amazon Prime show, The Boys. Oh yeah, based off of the Garth Ennis comic. Uh-huh. Um, have you watched it? Nope. I started to watch it yesterday, but I fell asleep. I haven't read the comic. I'd like to read it before I watch yeah. the show. I like the comic a lot. Um, but I was just thinking, even though it's Amazon Prime, so essentially the there's no rules, you know, they're not on broadcast television, they don't really need advertisers, yeah, can, basically they can do whatever they want, there's no way it's going to be as crazy as the comic is, the comic's got crazy shit in it, like Garth Ennis, Ennis specifically was like, alright, this one's going to be weirder than The Preacher. <laughs> Which is a, it's a real chore if you've read The Preacher. Preacher. And then it was. I don't know. I also know it's going to be one of those things where it's like nothing's resolved. It's cool to read the comics because you can just read the whole story at this point. Yeah. And it's satisfying. And it's like, I kind of want to watch it just because I like the comics. But then I don't want to watch it because it's only eight episodes. And I know it's going to be like shit barely happens. You know? <laughs> and like, all right, see you in two years. Yeah, TV shows are whack. Just read the comics is basically what I have to say. <laughs> and there's no way they're going to show like, uh, this is a deep cut from further in the comics, but there's a character named Mother's Milk who's one of the boys, and uh, he gets powered by his mother's milk. She eventually turns into a giant blob tentacle nipple demon. And there's no way that's going to be in the show. <laughs> we can always hope. 
but i did see like someone's review of it on amazon that was going around was like this show is anti-christian anti-capitalism anti-blah blah like and got like one star review and i was like Psh, sounds like a five star review to me i'll watch it <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they did all right i haven't i haven't watched the or obviously i said i haven't watched where the boys but i can't imagine it's much more anti-christian than the preacher yeah i'm uh, well uh Honestly, like shits on religion quite a bit. Like, <laughs> well, but I mean, like the preacher, like the climax is basically God turns out to be a huge asshole. He gets killed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's on par with it for sure because it's definitely it takes. Oh, that spoilers! You haven't watched or I don't. Is the preacher over yet? On the I, I haven't watched the preacher seasons on. Right oh, okay, now. but I've, I've read it. Mm. This is another uh, Seth Rogen joint, isn't it? Yeah, I think he did produce the boys as well. He just loves Garth Ennis. <sighs> Bastard. Who doesn't? I was thinking the only good comic book writers. That I like are uh, British. Like, I know saying Garth Ennis is a stretch because he's nor- from Neil Northern Gaiman, Ireland. yeah. Grant Alan Morrison. Alan Grant Morrison. Morrison. What's that generation of those? Frank Miller. Ooh. <laughs> Sin City was cool. I don't know. That's the thing. Like Frank Miller's so... Some of his earlier stuff is really good, but yeah. he's just so uneven. Um, I don't know if Garth Ennis identifies as being British, though. He's from Northern Ireland, but he is Irish, not... Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, whatever. Uh, you He's, get the idea. Your favorite uh, comic book writers are foreign. They're British Islanders, you know? They hate Thatcher and Reagan and government and Christianity and popular culture. Pretty sure Moore loves Christianity. No, he loves the snake god. I forgot his name. And I was trying to think of the D&D snake god, but I can't remember his name. All right, yeah, enough sidetracking there. It's time for Shaolin and Wu-Tang. Uh, I guess other people might know it because of the uh, sound clips that were taken from the dub for the Wu-Tang Clan's first album, 36 Chambers of Shaolin. Didn't they take it from some of the albums? of Wu-Tang. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a movie called 36 Chambers of Shaolin that also call, uh, starring Gordon Liu. And his most famous role, he plays Sante. 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 Another Shaolin monk. He just loves playing Shaolin monks. Uh, 36 Chambers, I think it's only got like a handful of clips from it, but it's like all the best ones. Tiger style. Shaolin Shadow Boxing and the Wu-Tang Sword. <laughs> the Mystery of Chess Boxing. That's the best Wu-Tang song. <laughs> I know it's like super mainstream at this point, but it's just when ODB comes in, he's yeah, like, you can oh! Hear I like how you can hear more up in the background. Yeah, he's just getting ready to come in. Oh. Go deep like a baby seal. That's Ghostface. So. <laughs> Man, I love Wu-Tang. Can you name all nine members? I don't know if I can anymore. Hold on. All right. You got the RZA, the Jizza, Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Raekwon, Inspector Deck, Old Dirty Bastard, You Got, Master Killer. There you go. That's all that. Master Killer was in prison when they recorded 36 Chambers. He's barely on it. I think he's on Protect Your Neck because they recorded that like way before the album interestingly this movie that's what this movie is all about is you got to protect your neck mm, i don't know if that's quite true it seems like it's more about this uh old rich dude who wants to learn all the secrets of kung fu for himself yeah so he's like a local ruler Lord? yeah he, i don't it's, i'm not it's sure not quite the, clear well I'm, i just don't it could be the dub too you know what i mean mm-hmm. well i don't know specifically what his title would be in Chinese like feudalism because that's kind of what it is. Obviously, he's the emperor, and then it goes down the line. He's like an earl, the equivalent of an earl, I guess. <laughs> Daimyo. Yeah, he's just like the local landlord. He's a dickhead, obviously. 
Uh, he's his dub does have the best voice, and that's why like all his lines are the ones that are thirsty. <laughs> Tiger style. Tiger style. Um, we start off. We got two heroes. All right, we got Jun Kit and Wufu, and Wufu is master. Well, he's under the tutelage of the local master of the Wu Tang sword style, and Jun Kit is doing Shaolin. Uh, what do they call the boxing style? I want to say shadow boxing. That's not right. No, it's Ching. Yeah, Jang. Ching. Ching. Jang Ching. Something. Yeah. Uh, they're friends. They have a playful rivalry. <laughs> Super playful. Also, Some would even say a bit homoerotic. No, because Wufu loves Jun Kid's sister. Or, well, Jun Kid's sister. That doesn't mean nothing. I, uh, he's sexuality good. is a spectrum, Kyle. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and he probably. Maybe they have an open relationship. <laughs> Like, it's a weird you're willing, you're a, In this relationship, you can bang members of our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep it close to home. Yeah, that'd be a pretty weird one. Uh, they, this, this landlord, he just really wants to know the Shaolin boxing technique and the Wu-Tang sword technique. Because he wants to be able to defeat everyone. <laughs> Thing is though, he already seems like super powerful without knowing these two styles. Yeah, he knows a lot of gung fu already. Yeah, because he's like he can beat up even at the end when they've mastered the Wu Tang Sword and Shaolin. Yeah, he can still the whole he's zone against both, both of them. Of them. <laughs> I mean, he and lo- he doesn't. He only knows part of the style. Like, yeah, he's not a, ma- well, a I, master. I, I like. The- <laughs> yes, I've learned both styles badly. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a uh, Kung Pao and yeah. the fist. No, oh, pay no attention to Wimpelow. We purposely <laughs> trained him wrong as a joke. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, just the dubs were bad back then. <laughs> I love them. It's part of it's the always charm. the same company. Like this is definitely the same company they did Police Story. Yeah, it's it's um and the uh, Transformer uh, <laughs> animes that we used to watch. <laughs> oh, Desiris. <laughs> oh, Desiris. <laughs> Desiris. You have come here. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, Transformers Victory. Yeah. Headmasters. Headmasters. Master Force. Master Force. I, they uh so the Transformers toy line got ridiculous like we just need new innovative shit so we got headmasters now and whatever yeah their heads come off and they're another robot and it's like this is ridiculous the cartoon is canceled in <laughs> japan they're like we can work with this <laughs> and it gets more ridiculous <laughs> it sure does speaking of Ka- uh, um, kung pao isn't his sister yun fei oh it's been so long she's, since kung pao might be she's like the love interest in kung pao yeah you know they just chop out Right. Characters from other movies. Or maybe just every female heroine in Kung Fu movies had the little bang things going on. Well, I mean, like, they all have a very specific. similar hairstyle. Well, yeah, when they... So, uh, Wufu gets captured because he kills his master, the the landlord. Well, I mean, the landlord has, like, this big elaborate plan, <laughs> I guess. He's like, the... let's play chess, and I'm going to drink this wine. It's, or tea. It's actually tea, but they say wine in the dub, right? <laughs> yeah, they say wine. Maybe it could be wine. I don't know. Maybe they serve everything in teacups. I feel like it's in like a really tea. formal ter- tea ceremony. I just feel like... <laughs> yeah. American audiences won't appreciate They won't understand tea. tea. They yeah, only... <laughs> you, um, you gotta drink alcohol like men. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this whiskey. <laughs> Enjoy this Bud Light. Yeah, it probably is just tea and not wine. Yeah, that scene, though, um, another cool line from... That's used by the Wu Tang Clan. The game of chess is like a sword fight, and that, that's why they play chess because they're having it's a you know as if they're having a sword fight, but a sword fight of in mind. their minds. I don't um know how to play the game they were playing, so they keep doing moves where it's like ah, oh, whoa, yeah, no, it's not chess they're playing. 
No, it's uh, I looked up what it was called, but now I forget because I'm not a native Chinese speaker, as you might imagine. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like just uh, throw some tones together. That's well, what, that's the what I was gonna do. say is like if I try to approximate what I think it is, it's I'll probably sound shitty. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Anyhow, uh, yeah, part of this elaborate plan is drink this um, dirty wine or tea, and he's getting sick. He's like, oh man, I. He's trying to use his, his 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 power, I think, so he doesn't die. And the the, the landlords, well, give me the book. I need the Wu Tang book. It doesn't really come up again. Is, do you think they straight up have like a manual on Wu Tang styles? Yeah, that's what the implication is. It just seems like such a bad plan. He's like, all right, I'm gonna poison you, and if you don't give me the book, you're gonna die. Yeah, especially because Wu Fu is there. Yeah, I don't know. So it's like <laughs> Master's like Wu Fu. You gotta. You don't. I've never trained in Wu Tang. He doesn't know shit. He's an idiot. <laughs> and then he gives him the sword. Another wimp low joke. And yeah. he starts showing him Wu Tang. He starts showing him Wu Tang moves and to, yeah, got to help. And, you know, it's he's playing the the yeah. landlord at this point. He's like, yeah, here, let me show you how Wu Tang's done. Yeah, and then he's like uh, Dragon's Tail, and he jumps in the way so he gets stabbed. Master's dead, and uh, so Rufu's going to jail. The landlord's gonna arrest him, and like. This is the start of uh, you realizing our heroes are buffoons. Because <laughs> he's just like straight up like, oh, I deserve this. I was there and saw my master was poisoned and it was all like an elaborate like Ruse. trap yeah, it was a for trick. my master. <laughs> and my master clearly killed himself on purpose on the sword. But no, I deserve this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the worst. For some reason, he gets locked up with like a dozen women. So I'm guessing our sex lives. <laughs> I don't get it. I, yeah, I don't understand. I, I, again, it's it's another ruse that's going on, right? Because there's a spy in there, and he's teaching the spy some of the Wu Tang, right? No. To escape. So Gordon Liu's character Jun Kit and his sister know Wu Fu's been in prison. So right. Like, this is bullshit. We're gonna get him out. But because they're like starving him, he's super weak. Jun Kit sneaks in as one of the guards and is teaching the spy woman. Shaolin okay. style That's to heal him. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, she's he's does moves on her for her to replicate onto Wu Fu to like heal him because you know Shaolin superpowers obviously, and so she learns a little bit of Shaolin, and then uh, they escape. Turns out she's a spy, but during the fight with like all the landlord's guards or whatever um, like she learns Wu Tang from yeah Wu Fu okay. and I I love that shit in kung fu movies where people are like teamed up doing the same moves together you know what i mean like it happens more often than you would think <laughs> but like it's, yeah. a tr- it's like a kung fu trope at this it's point this is really cool it's like that mm, what a dance but yeah so they do that where and so she, then she learns a little bit of wu-tang uh turns out she's the sister of the landlord i feel like that might be in the dub but like not the actual story yeah yeah and uh, she goes back and teaches what she knows to the shitty dude and he's like all right perfect <laughs> He's like, cool, I know enough. I'm just like really bad at it. So what I'm going to do is make... Wipe Wu- out both I'm clans. Wu-Tang and Shaolin kill each other. So I'll be the only one who knows this shit. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> it's like the monkey paws wish. Like, we're, oh, I want to be the greatest basketball player in the world. But you don't get any better. Everybody else just gets worse. <laughs> and the thing is, what is his ultimate goal... Like I, I just, he just wants to be a tough dude. I guess like, <laughs> I just want to be the most badass dude in this little town I live in. And it's like, well, you already are. You're already like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like already the boss. 
<laughs> like not only that, but he proves, but that he doesn't know complete challenge. We talked about this, but doesn't know complete challenge. Doesn't know complete Wu Tang. Yeah, knows some other martial arts, kung fu, gung fu, whatever. Mm-hmm. Still a complete badass enough to take on both these guys by himself at the end of the movie. Yeah, and and then I mean, even, he loses, but he's still fighting two people. Yeah, and then even at the end, uh, Jun Kit is like. Oh, you don't understand. They're basically the same because all gung fu comes from the original source. They're all just evolution. And, and then he's like, they're, two and they're merged the two styles together. It's yeah. beautiful. And he's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> if only I would have known my hubris got in the way. <laughs> oh, another buffoonery. Uh, so Wufu escapes with Jun Kit's sister. And she gets killed by the landlord's guards, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jun Kit finds his dead sister. He's like, ah, oh, damn you, Wu-Tang! Yeah, he's me. Like, fucking Wu-Tang did this. And so you guys were just running from the fucking landlord who's trying to kill you. Why would you immediately assume Wu-Tang did it? It's some Shakespeare shit. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it, Wu-Tang. That whole, that actually, the whole sequence from the, the from the capture. Yeah. Uh, from what I should say, from the escape to the little fight with, uh, you know, the landlord's forces to, like, Wu-Tang... The Wu-Tang clan, like, showing up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then her, her, the sister dying... It really reminds me of, like, some Shakespeare shit. Yeah, it's just, like, very over-the-top dramatic. Like, yeah, it doesn't make Shakespeare a lot shit. of <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like, event, event, event. Which, yeah, Shakespeare was cutting edge at the time, I'm sure. But not, not 1983? Nah, not 1983. Not to be too disparaging, because I, I think this movie's great. I love, oh, I love um, it. I mean, it's I a kung fu movie. What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> I love the 80s, or I guess the 70s into 80s style inspired by the Shaw Brothers, where it's just like so many moves with that like super loud punch sound effect. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is that, is that the original sound effect, or is that the is it the dub re- It might be sound engineering. the dub, because the sound mixing for, is the, for this garbage. is really bad. It's so loud. There's just like people yelling it's sound effect background all in so many places like just a lot of sounds like women yelling and it sounds like crowds but there'll only be like five to ten people on screen yeah so it might be the bad sound mixing but um, to me it's integral to the shaw brothers on, and then their disciples like output it's like, yeah you gotta have those like fucking punch sound effects <laughs> Yeah, so many punches though. Like they're always trying to hit pressure points, I guess. <laughs> so they like they'll hit them like I don't know. The the style they use is cool. It's like dancing. Obviously, it's choreographed. None of these people really probably know kung fu, except for maybe some of the fight trainers that are involved mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's more just oh look at this cool dancing, and it looks way better than Marvel movies or anything. Could you imagine? Or I was thinking even Batman Begins. Uh, Batman Begins was awful for their Yeah, action. so many cuts, right? Can, yeah. Like, and people complained about it when it first came out, but like all the action's like really up close, and like I don't like it. And well, I guess all of Nolan's trilogy, it's not like the fight. Yeah, you know good. the funny thing about it is like Batman is like the perfect superhero, to, or Captain America too. To do like, kung fu shit, to do, yeah, like, kung, a kung fu movie. Oh. Yeah, Batman. Let me write a Batman movie where he gets to go back to Japan. He gets to do kung fu shit. <laughs> Come on, let him do kung fu shit. Filming like a Shaw Brothers, where you can actually see, like, the full action taking place in one cut. Like, I'm tired of this shit where it's like, or, I mean, he throws I, a punch, cut. A I'm punch, okay come, mixing cut. it up a little bit. Like, like not everything has to be filmed so you can see the entire sequence, but it should be sometimes. I, most of the time, I think you need to show 
the start of the action. Yeah, actually, I think it should be the majority of it should be shown, right? Yeah, I think it's much more satisfying for, so say you're throwing a punch. The start of the punch and the contact from the punch, I think, needs to be in the same shot. Like, you can't cut around it. Like, that's what sucks in modern action movies is all these cuts. Yeah. And it's just because they don't want to put in the effort for the choreography. Blocking's they, hard. I mean, it's not really, though. <laughs> Like, this is all they did in this movie is they just, they're on sets, controlled environments. Even if they, the scenes where they film outside, you know, you just block a small area and then work out the choreography. And don't get me wrong, there's cuts in the fights when to shorten the sequences so you don't have to do, like, 20 moves in a row. I, I'm sure there's films that do it, but it would be... Think isn't about how many a, takes you would have to do Isn't it like, a it really right. long sequence in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yeah. I think in the bar where she fights those guys. All those dudes, yeah, yeah. that's all one sequence. And But they had to film it, like... I'm, I'm sure, but... A hundred times, you know? Art, Kyle. Yeah, but that's <laughs> different when you're Ang Lee and you've got all this money to make this crazy... Oh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Marvel doesn't have any money to make I'm talking money. more about... um. The, this period of oh, okay, movies yeah. where it's like we can't we don't have time to do 100 takes of this fight i was just scene, talking so. about how lazy marvel is in some of their action sequences well well we talked that's about how it. we started this conversation yeah, we talked about it on a podcast that you haven't heard yet because that's to do with our screenwriting we're currently doing oh was that what we talked about well we we're talking about um marvel doesn't need directors anymore because basically everything is done by the special effects team and the producers where everything's pre-visualized first. I honestly feel like that's why the action is so bad because it's not someone who necessarily understands film. It seems like it's people who know computer animation and how to put money into films. <laughs> like, there's not any art to it. That's I mean, I can think of a couple action sequences that, that kind of break the mold, but it's like they're all from Guardians of the Galaxy or... Uh... Uh, well, everyone likes that elevator fight in The Winter Soldier. Well, I mean, they just oh. copied that from the comic books, so let's not give them too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is probably one of the best Marvel movies, but it doesn't have, like, amazing action. Yeah, anything. their action's not that great. There's a couple good shots. Yeah, it's like, what are you supposed to do with Thor, though? Just have him hit shit and blow up. I don't know. I feel like he can do some cool shit with the lightning and... Yeah. Whatever. We're all, we're far afield of Gordon Liu now. I mean, not we're, we're talking about how kung fu movies are better than anything Marvel's ever made. <laughs> this movie, Shaolin and Wu Tang, is better than the better action movie than any Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, action's better. Story is not as good. I guess, like I said before, I just have a hard time caring about any of the characters <laughs> in the Marvel movies. I'm like, oh no, Hawkeye's daughter. I, but you oh, care no. about these characters? They're very oh, they're no. paper thin. Oh no. Yeah, but that's not like the point of this movie. <laughs> Marvel tries really hard to like. Oh no, Hawkeye's daughter. Oh no, <laughs> you're just cynical. And it's like, oh shit, don't, don't. They're gonna time travel and fix it. <laughs> they're gonna pull something out of their ass to see Avengers. That, no shit, it's a movie, Kyle. That's what happens in all movies. And then they're like, bum bum bum. It's the Avengers theme, isn't it? So iconic. No, it's garbage. <laughs> Get that shit out of here, Marvel. Marvel Comics executive is the biggest donor to Trump, but he doesn't have anything to do with the movies anymore. Yeah. So, not quite. As big of a condemnation as I would like. <laughs> I don't care, though. They're fucking military propaganda anyways. What? Can Marvel movies? Most of them. We've got a lot of military mm -hmm. propaganda. Yeah, loosely, maybe. They, uh, I noticed... Uh, they basically so say Iron, that the, the first government Iron has been infiltrated by uh, Nazis in... Uh, 
Winter Soldier, so I don't know that that's quite military propaganda. Yeah, but there's the, the military's good guys, secret military good guys. Um, I noticed in the first Iron Man though, when it wasn't under Disney control, there was a lot of like subtle commentary about the war in Iraq. I don't know if it was that subtle. Well, I mean, it's as subtle as John Favreau can get. <laughs> Have you ever seen Chef? No, I never saw Chef. Food is good, and I like beautiful women. John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Food is good. Yeah, yeah. John Favreau looks like he knows a bit about food, <laughs> but he uh, hates the um, Writers Guild. Guild of America. Yeah, he hates unions. So, die, capitalist pig. Gordon Liu, kill this man. Can't. Some. some uh... Yeah, he's old. <laughs> Someone get him. Who are the new kung fu stars? Tony Jaa. I barely that, remember any actor's name, so you're really grasping straws here. Yeah, I, after I watched um, Shaolin and Wu-Tang, I was like on the internet like, alright, I'm going to find some good modern kung fu movies. There's gotta be some. They use too much CG now, too. Yeah, I think probably Crouching Tiger was the end. Well, I, there was a little period afterwards where a lot of people were trying to copy it and mm-hmm. using the wirework stuff. Whereas at least still like being filmed live and stuff. I don't. I mean, I don't like excessive excessive wirework stuff either. I liked it in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon because it, it was he like it made sense. Yeah, and he, like, yeah. he did it to perfection. But I don't know that anybody's done a good job since then. Yeah, that's true. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. 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 Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. 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 What the hell's that? Jackie Chan is kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, you know the inter- internet is the old age of the internet. I guess more like probably like 99, but still. I don't really remember that one. I remember Watching this again, 36 Chambers of Shaolin is quite a bit better than this movie. Yeah, I remember I have not seen this movie in probably like 20 years or more now. But I it's not I don't remember it being one of my favorite kung fu movies, and it still isn't one that I really enjoy that much. I don't know why Wu Tang likes it so much. I don't, I like it. It serves its purpose, and then, but I think the a big reason why I like it is because of the sound clips that are in <laughs> the Wu Tang actual Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, because the whole movie I was just waiting for like, Tiger <laughs> the next line where yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still cool. Chinese like you notice when um they free the spy. And she gets a makeover by the sister. She looks exactly like the sister. That's how you do it. Or is that like that was the style at the time? Was just those little wispy bangs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but well, are they copying like eighties Chinese style, or are they trying to do like a like an actual a period piece? Well, the the it seems like the hairstyle for the men would are relative to the time period, right? Maybe, or at least the idea of what like ancient China was. So maybe that's what was cool for ladies back then. I don't remember seeing. I don't know what time, time period in China this is supposed to take place either. So Yeah, well, it's not specified. Yeah. It's the time period where everyone was wearing silk robes and... <laughs> it's just like dirty dancing. It's something in the 60s. <laughs> 60s? <laughs> dirty dancing takes place in the 60s? Yeah, you're, it doesn't make anything. If you watch it, it does not it do just, a good job. It seems it. like it's 1986 to me. <laughs> there is a part... That, it's supposed to take place in the 60s. They have like a 60s soundtrack, but like the last song is, feels very 80s. And mm. uh, she's definitely wearing like a unitard at one point. And leg warmers, right? Yeah. I just never knew it was supposed to be the 60s. Uh, I guess that makes the um, pregnancy thing more relevant. Yeah, but if I, anytime I watched it, I was like, yeah, fucking 80s Christian bullshit nope. parents. 60s Christian bullshit. Oh. 
It works either way. That's why they have this like weird disparity between like the the poor kids and like the black kids, and then like the upper class. And yeah, but that that could still be the eighties. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like all I, this shit could be today. I, I, yeah, it's true, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> to a certain extent, I just meant like very rigid in their class structure. The, I guess, but the, it's still feel that way. Everyone just tries to pretend it's not yeah. the case. But uh, Joe Biden said it best when he said, "I think." <laughs> Uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Yeah. There you go. Good to know I'm not poor. <laughs> <laughs> You're white. You can't be poor. Uh, Tell us on my bank account. Yeah. I mean, not to try. Obviously, the, there is privileges that come with being a white. Yeah. I'm but not being having that. money isn't necessarily one of them. No. Unfortunately. And that seems like that's the best privilege is to have money and be white. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be both. Be white and rich. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I know. Look who's president. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, sometimes you get suicided, though. Yeah, that's if you go, you cross some other rich white people. Stronger ones? Yeah. Stronger ones with more... With uh, more whiteness and more richness. White people clout is, like, money. Yeah, you just money. gotta, like, alright, here's some money so my kid can get into a good school, launder some privilege, then he get a good job, now he get the money. He can do whatever he want. That's the white people clout. White people got no culture except for money. <laughs> <laughs> Damn white people. That's kind of true though. Like you don't ever. I hardly ever meet interesting white people. Oh, I mean, not in Arizona anymore. No, <laughs> I definitely met some plenty of Bay Area weirdos that were interesting. Yeah, um, that's different though. But here it's like you're really out here with the suburban. White folk. I mean, there's some rural white folk out here that might be more interesting, but... I don't know. If they got good stories, that's usually what I'm about. <laughs> we gotta be funny and have good stories. Not like... I know our podcast is, like, talking about pop culture or whatever, but it's just like, man, when you... I don't know. that. I guess Wu-Tang Clan has made Channel vs. Wu-Tang more pop culture, but it definitely isn't mainstream. No. Wu-Tang is not even mainstream anymore, I feel like. I feel like it's got... It is. I guess they definitely they're in they're the, kind of like leveled up into being like classic. Yeah, hip-hop. they've uh, they're in the the cultural the rap like canon. Case. Yeah, yeah. Man, what a good album! <sighs> Give it to you. I um. What do I? What are we listening to next? Because we we petered out on the Wu Tang talk. What are we listening to? Or now? watching last next? We're listening to our own podcast next and critiquing it live. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what we're watching next is the Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. I figured it's been a while since we saw any Zomboys. Yeah, we've been, we haven't really done a no Zomboy stuff. Zomboid movie. Time for Zomboid. I was thinking Day of the Dead, but um, I'm going to save that for a special occasion because that's my favorite of the Dead movie. We got to do uh, well, no, Return of the Living Dead, then Day of the Dead. But I feel like they're almost in two different categories because Return of the Living Dead is like cult comedy horror mm-hmm. having fun, and then Day of the Dead is like, hey. Here's some serious political commentary. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to watch Dawn of the Dead? Oh, Dawn of the Dead just came out in like 78, 79. We'll oh, watch did it, it eventually. I thought it, I thought it came out in 80. No, nah, I think right. 79. Well, I was going to bring up something interesting about the disparity of uh, acclaim for Dawn of the Dead compared to Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But we'll bring that up when we, we actually, actually watch, watch it. One of them. Yeah, it's really interesting. It has a lot to do with the societal changes. So uh, keep that in mind. It has a lot to do with... Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. I'm glad Reagan dead. I don't have one feeling one or the other. Once he's out of power, it didn't matter to me. No, I want him dead. <laughs> I'm glad that he's dead. Piss on his grave. 
Il va pipi, 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 pipi. Taste my piss, Reagan. Piece of shit. We'll do a dookie on it. He <laughs> <laughs> might like that. He might be into that. that dookie play. We'll be like, how do you like this, Guinness, you bog trotter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, oh, look at those fellas out there. They don't even know how to wear shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess that wraps it up for Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang and versus Wu-Tang. Shaolin. Hugging it up. Uh, check it out. I mean, there's um, a YouTube channel that has like all Gordon Liu's uh, Shaolin movies on it. It's Which called... is where we watched it. Because yeah. it was supposed to be on Prime. And then I went to watch it on Prime. Like, we got a problem on this video. Yeah, it's some licensing issues or something. But it's called Wu-Tang Collection. And uh, yeah, they also have like 36 Chambers of Shaolin. Arguably the best Gordon Liu Shaolin movie. So you watch that instead if you want. But we probably watch that on the podcast eventually, so maybe wait. Yeah, oh, wait on that until we watch it. Or you can watch it now and you can be caught up with us. Yeah, just live your life. Yeah, you know, we'll go to that Patreon, McVentureProductions.com, at a Sean McDonald, Twitters and Twitch. Just come on, give us money. Check it out. It's good. Uh, we'll watch Night of the Comet next. Um, important thing is we got to get the original Four Local formula out there for the kids. Uh, Wu-Tang is for the kids. Four Locus for the kids. Uh, me, Comic Dolls, Kizza, I'm for the kids. Uh, oh, yeah, Kizza is like my... I just stole that from Wu-Tang. <laughs> Rizza Jizza. Also, there's the SZA. She's a great music artist. And the uh, lead singer of Leftover Crack goes by Stizza in homage of Wu-Tang. So, fucking... I'm, that's cool, man. That shit's cool, you know? It's the supreme alphabet. Just deal with it. <laughs> And then give me money so I can have, like, the ultimate white guy power. <laughs> Speaking of cloud chasing, though, real quick. Cloud or cloud? Clout. Because I chase a lot of clouds. Clout chasing. These cloud chasing ass, fake ass sharks out here. Oh, you didn't like Game of Thrones Season 8? I haven't liked that shit ever. Fucking stop chasing my clout. <laughs> Get off my dick, space